Testing, testing. We're doing it. Oh my goodness. So, welcome to uh, my podcast uh, where I spout the shit that goes on in my head um, and in my life. Um, so, having a bit of a uh, meltdown moment, you know, I don't, whatever, it's scientifically called, um, but, you know, really sad right now, um, and I notice when I start to talk about it out loud that that's when it really starts to come out and I really feel it and the the tears flow and you know I just feel it in my heart and my soul and I don't know why I said heart like I was in a fucking uh, country song but that's how it came out and uh, there's a fucking airplane in the background So I'm sure like many other people, we've all been incredibly uh, stressed during this uh, fucking pandemic. And especially if you're in the United States and you're dealing with uh, selfish pieces of shit left and right. Oh my God. And so anything that you might be dealing with in your normal daily life is amplified because of the state of the world right now and it's definitely I don't know it's the way I handle things is still um it's still conditioned conditioned conditioning from you know my trauma and me knowing how to just kind of numb myself with stress because I, I've been conditioned to be so uh, because it's been so normalized for me so I have to be very careful around it because my body does not know how to process stress I have so many chronic pains because my body uh, really has freakouts. Um, I literally have uh, will break out in um, what is it called? I forget the words because you know memory issues. Um, Sores. There we go. I keep wanting to say fucking spores. No, my body does not break out in fucking spores. I have not come into contact with the fucking alien shit. Oh my god. So I, my body will break out in sores. Um, that has happened my entire life. Um, and, and they're, yeah, they fucking hurt. Um, uh, 
oh my god, it's just crazy because doctors are just like, oh, I don't know. Um, and I'm like, dude, it's a stress response. Are you fucking kidding me? And then they're like, oh, well, good luck with that. And you're like, cool. What are you good for? Nothing. Okay, great. USA. Mm. So, uh, I'm just going to ramble. And I'm going to be okay with it because I'm not going to be uncomfortable that I ramble anymore. Because I hate that. I hate that I'm uncomfortable with things that I do, that I understand why I do them. I'm only uncomfortable because I'm sick of people's gross looks that they give me. Why is she talking so much? Why is she explaining these weird things? Because they're my life, bitch. Get on board or get the fuck out. Sick of it. Um... So, over I over this year, let's. I'm not specifying that things are only happening because of the pandemic. Definitely not. And that is something that's also really annoying. Is everyone's like, oh, I also have all of this pain and anxiety because of the pandemic. I'm like, no, no, no. That's been my life. You you think the pandemic did that? Oh, honey, like. The pandemic just feels like another fucking day to me. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You don't even know my life. Oh my god. <laughs> no, the pandemic is just another shitty thing that's happening. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, oh, I forgot where I was going with that. And uh, blah, 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 blah. And then I made a perfectly rational point and everyone got it and the day moved on except not because memory problems trauma memory too many hits to the head too many blackouts oh yes okay so uh this year i have finally cut off two people who I called friends from my past. Like, I'm talking, like, when I was 18, 19 years old. You know, some of the first people I've met coming when I moved to L.A. on my own. um, And who know my past. You know, have been around when horrible things were happening. When I was homeless. Yada, yada. And it's been a process of saying I'm no longer friends with you because you are not a friend to me and I need to do what's best for me I need to honor myself and respect myself to not feel like just because I've known you for so long that you deserve my time because all it does is make me uncomfortable stressed out etc and so I did that earlier this year to one person because I was tired of their fucking, their, um, their apathy, their lack of fucking the will to, to stand up for what's right. Um, you know, they were just constantly, um, Oh my god, I'm losing the word. Uh, because, you know, that's... <laughs> that's what I do. Um, oh my god, what is the word? I hope you guys can fucking even follow along with this shit. Um, I hope you guys are actually saying 
words in hope that I'll hear you because I believe I will hear you. I, I think I think that will happen. Um, or not, but it's fun, right? Okay, as long as we're having a good time. And, <laughs> um, it's not cringy at all. Agony and pain. Oh my god. Um, they were. I use the word all the time in describing how most of the world is... Oh my god, what the fuck is the word? Um... They don't speak up. Oh my god, what the fuck is that word? Complacent. Yes, oh my god, okay. Great, oh my god, now I feel like I don't know what that word means. No, complacent. Yes, yes, okay. So, this person was basically, this this person I, I was friends with for, I, I thought that was friendship for so long, um, was just constantly complacent to, to bullshit, to abuse, to bad people, because... They just were constantly like, well, you know, they haven't done it to me and all that bullshit. It wasn't done directly in front of my face to me. So like, meh, I don't really want to get involved. So, and I put up with that, you know, for fucking like a decade. And because I had met this person when I was still young and still in you know, in contact with my family who had conditioned me to just fucking put up with it, you know, that bullshit. And because they had kind of, you know, kind of stayed around in my life. It's like, even though I was changing and I was going to therapy and I was bettering myself, it was like when I was with them, I was still partially in that world of a, of trauma and abuse where I was a people pleaser with them. You know, I, I didn't really want to argue with them because deep down I was scared that I was going to lose them because deep down I knew that they were bad for me. You know, like, that they were re-traumatizing me all the time. Um, and so I was scared to lose them because when you're healing from traumas, from child childhood trauma especially, um, or I think actually directly with childhood trauma um but I'm not an expert again um and I just went off on two different tangents in my head and then lost my train of thought of what I was saying out loud because that is so much fun to do um clearly I'm stressed right now this is a bit more than normal that I'm fumbling uh with my thoughts and my words um I did literally just cry right before I started recording. And then I was like, I should probably record this. <laughs> Good idea. But uh, I, I want people to hear this shit, you know? This is my life. This is the life of survivors of child abuse. So it needs to be talked about. It really does. So I'm doing my best. And and I'm fine with that. So what the fuck was I fucking saying? <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh my god, damn it, guys. I really just want this to be like, you know, um, like, uh, I can't remember anything. I don't know words right now. But, uh, like, I wish I could hear you guys. I like having conversations and discussions with people rather than just me talking into a device. But one thing at a time. Um, I hope I don't give anyone anxiety because 
I'm getting anxiety thinking uh, I'm going to give someone anxiety with this. Fuck, fuck. Oh, clearly I'm in a state of emotional. Ugh, right now, whatever that means. Um, but anyways, I, I was re-traumatizing myself constantly. And, um, oh yeah, when you were a child and you like cut off your, uh, abusers, most likely family members and such like that people you grow up to to be like a family member uh whether it's blood related or not and um usually what happens when you finally step away from that abuse and just in general of healing internally and emotionally uh from your trauma you really find it hard to let go of it because that's all you've known and it's a big part of you, uh, no matter how long your trauma lasted for or whatever, when you have child abuse trauma, um, when you're abused as a child, it is very hard for you to let go of that trauma because it is a part of you. And it feels like you are letting go of you because that's the only person you've known. So that's been hard for me. And it's been very interesting for me to to do and look at because I'm really, I have no issues with cutting people off in my life, like in general. Like I can know someone for like a year and this is, you know, the past like just, I don't know, like few years, I don't know, maybe six years, probably seven years actually, probably after my last abusive relationship. Um, was when I was just like, I don't give a fuck. If you don't do exactly what I fucking comfortable doing, you can go fuck right off. I don't care. And that was when I got really extremely into just like, or probably, yeah, when I got really into just like, nope, fuck off. I don't care. Not going to fucking put time and effort into shit that doesn't sit right with me. I'm not going to do it. Um, and over time, you know, I got less angry about that because in the beginning I was, you know, it was a lot of anger that fueled that. And now I'm just like, no, I just know what I want. And I see red flags ahead of time and I just will walk away from it. You know, I'm still fine with telling people to fuck off if that is the situation and it calls for that. Absolutely. But literally it was something where with people that I still had in my life from back when I was like 18, 19 years old and everything. I realized this year only guys, I'm 32 years old and I've only realized this year. And for me, that's like partially like not acceptable. There's a part of my brain that's like, that's not acceptable. Like, but then there's another part of my brain that goes, no, it's perfectly understandable. Actually, like you're only 32 years old. Most people never do this in their entire lives. So you're, you're doing great. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing great. Um, and then those conversations happen in my head. And yes, all of them have different voices. <laughs> ah, not names, though. No. Okay. I had to think about that. And so I've been just cutting people off now. And the there was two this year. One the beginning of the year. And it felt really nice to do it. I was done. And then, um, you know, I felt lighter. But it was sad at the same time. Um, More like sad that 
I was still holding on to them and almost like putting them on this pedestal that they weren't this person that was making me so sad all the time. That they weren't re-triggering me all the time. And then I finally had to realize that they were. And that I was also to blame partially for that because I was allowing them to stay in my life. So, you know, moved on from that. And then just recently, which is, you know, the reason I'm, you know, uh, releasing, shedding the sadness from the recent one. Um, because even when you do something that's good for you, you know, it's still change and change is good even if there is a sadness to it you know so maybe you do already know that and that's awesome I just feel like I'm stating the obvious but I mean I I know it's obvious to me I know um and so I recently did that like a few days ago and You know, I don't, I don't hate any of these people, but I definitely have a lot of, I, I would be lying if I didn't say I have, like, I, that I don't have a lot of anger towards them. There is definitely anger because of situations that I let happen because I was still stuck in this people-pleasing mode with these people only. And so it was very, like, detrimental to my healing in general because I kept going back to these people in times of turmoil and stress and it was also partially because they knew my story my background my trauma and so it felt like well they'll get it but the thing is they never did you know they 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 could never truly give me that support that I craved for but I I kept constantly going back to them trying to find it and that was only hurting me more um and so I blocked this person on everything I'd actually unfriended them first um because they were friends with my exes who were very abusive to me you know one of them uh he was nine years older than me when I was 21 and he raped me multiple times and um yeah that that brings up shit right there and they always stayed friends with them um and I brought it up once I don't know how long ago like like pretty more recently than not like I would say like if I were just to guess like three years ago or something you know like maybe something like that I don't remember being like can you not you know and they were like, oh, well, I'm just friends with everyone, so. And like, you know, don't tell me who to be friends with. And it was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, they were both abusive to me. Well, I'm friends with everyone, so. I don't have an issue with them. They've, they've never been anything to me. And that so fucking hurt, like, so much. And it was just my family. It was the trauma all over again. And I didn't say anything because this person in particular had deeply hurt me, right? Very much like in the beginning of our friendship. 
you know, that's what I called it. It was not friendship at all. Um, it was just convenience of like, sure, why not? Um, and so recently I was talking with some people that I've been, you know, there's a person started doing this, these zoom chats, you know, one day a week, uh, for people and, um, just kind of friends of friends, just kind of inviting, like, you know, as long as you're a good person and everything, you know, not a Trump supporter, um, then, you know, you can come hang out and everything. Um, and so like, I've met multiple people and it's just been a nice hangout sesh for people during this pandemic. And that's the whole reason this person started doing them. Um, and it's been a nice little community distraction and stuff. And, I was talking to to two women in the group um, late at night and I started telling them about this person and and I started listening to how I was speaking and they both looked at me through the Zoom chat like and they just went, why are you friends with them? They sound really mean. And I was like, well, yes, but... I'm not like really friends with them. It just kind of like sometimes I'll talk to them and like this and and I started listening to myself. And as I was saying all of these bullshit excuses, I I saw them for that. I was literally looking at it was like it was like I came out of my body and I looked at myself sitting next to myself and I was like, "Are you fucking serious right now? Are you are you really fucking doing this? You know exactly what you're doing right now. And you're going to fucking do that?" okay and as soon as I was done with the zoom call I was like I just I heard myself and I was like no I'm not gonna be that person that sits there and tries to justify being friends with someone who makes me uncomfortable like no I'm not gonna do that okay now I know what I need to do all right and so yeah, I took the steps and I, and it, it, well, it was something where like for a couple of days, I, I, I talked with myself, I wrote things down and, you know, journaled and I just was like, part of me wants to, you know, ha- have it out with them and tell them how much they've hurt me. And these were the incidences they hurt me and this and this and this, you know, I, I, and I know that the reason I would want to do that is because I would want some sort of justice, but I've been down that road so many times, and I know that you don't get justice from doing that. You don't get justice from trying to, um, oh my god, rationalize? Like, was that the right word? Reason with someone who's been really mean to you time and time again, you know? So, I was like, as much as I want to do that because I I have a need for getting justice for myself um that would only cause me more hurt it's only going to stress me out more and as I'm literally talking right now my body is is clenching up um I get really bad cramps in my body because my muscles and tendons cramp up and the back of my head right now is starting to, and those are the worst, um, 
if you've ever gotten a head cramp where the little oh it's very very it's the most pain I've ever experienced in my life and you cannot do anything to stop it because you can't massage the tiny layer of muscle that surrounds your skull um I've only gotten it twice before in my life during extreme situations of stress, extreme situations. And so I've learned to see it and realize that that is my body going, "Uh oh, I think I'm in danger. Um, And unfortunately, my mind and my body are not on the same page. Um, So my body will still panic and freak out and think it's in danger. Um, Whereas my mind is just trying to talk shit out. Uh, so I just try to massage the back of my head neck really quick to try and keep my head from doing that because it's incredibly painful. Um, so I, yes, where was I? So I was talking things out with myself, realized that there was no reason there, there was it was not going to do me any good to try to have it out with this person, you know, like, you know, I, I had tried because I'd also remembered that I had tried to, you know, a true friendship is being able to talk with each other about difficult things and be empathetic towards the other person. You know, if you call it to someone, you're like, Hey, well, you did hurt me and I didn't like that. And I'm telling you that now and I would appreciate it if you understood where I was coming from or just didn't do that again and this is why and da 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 and the other person needs to be empathetic towards that and be like you know I'm sorry I didn't mean for that or like yes I did fuck up I realized I did that and I didn't want to hurt you or, or you know explain themselves you know and apologize and own up to it um, and that should be both ways with a friendship and I realized very early on in our French quote friendship that they did not want to hear me out at all when it came to me calling them out on things, you know? Um, and I remember in that moment, I look back, I remember shutting down with this person. And again, it was because it was still very early on um, with dealing with my trauma very early on in therapy, very early on in therapy, um, probably my first year in therapy. So I was still very susceptible to people pleasing and I was still, you know, that that was only after, right after my very first abusive relationship. So I had two more coming after that. And so that was the first time I had brought up to this person. Or like we had our first like fight, quote unquote fight. Um, and they gaslit me and everything during the whole thing. Um, they were mad at me. I'm just going to say they they were mad at me because... Um, a friend of theirs showed interest in me. Um, he came on to me, he flirted with me, he showed up at my place of work, you know, and flirted and, you know, did the things you do when you want to go after someone. And, um, we ended up hanging out, sleeping together and then dating. And I think it was like, I don't remember if we had already slept together or not, but this person was like mad at me because of it. Like they were fucking I can tell you they, I was so shocked. Um, and when we met up to talk about it, because they were, I I think they weren't very, they weren't communicating it very well. They were just like being mad at me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
Um, and we sat down and they basically, it was very much a one-sided, you need to realize that I'm not happy with you and that's it. But they were just mad at me because I was like interested back in this guy. Like that was literally it. They came on, that guy came on to me. Like he, he started it. I didn't. Um, but I remember this person telling me, I just don't want you fucking all of my guy friends. And I like, I think back on that and I still feel such shock and like, like today someone says to me, I would reach across the fucking table where we were sitting, grab you by the collar and slam your face into the fucking table. You don't fucking talk to me that way. Um, and I had to really think back on this whole thing. And I was like, that was so fucked up because like, I wasn't fucking any of her friends. She also knew like so many people. Like this is a person who, again, I already, I've already said it, has been, is, you know, I'm just friends with everyone. That was kind of what they were known for. And I, I often, you know, joked about that. Oh, you just know everyone. Oh, you know everyone. And so for someone to say that is like, does that mean I like can't fuck anyone in LA? Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, what, what? you're not leaving me anyone here, man. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was really fucked up. Like, especially when, like, I wasn't even the one who fucking started it either. So it's like, why don't you go talk to your friend if you're pissed off at them for being interested in me? And so that was the first one. That was the first big thing for me. And I didn't walk away. And they never admitted to even being slightly in the wrong or anything. It was just, I just don't want you fucking all my guy friends. It was like, and then that was like the end of it. I just took that. I swallowed that and just like tried to please her from there on. And, and that was, you know, I, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I just went, look, if you're that upset about that, then we shouldn't be friends and we'll go our separate ways now. Um, but I didn't know how to do that. Um, so I, I just continued on with this thing that I thought was friendship. And then, um, and then I was homeless at one point and I asked them if they could ask their, uh, parent that they lived with if I could rent out the spare room in their place. And I'd been in their place. I, I you know, I knew what it all looked like. And I was like, if it could just be temporary, I just, you know, I need a place to stay and until I can find an actual apartment again and yada, yada. And this was again, um, me leaving an abusive relationship. And they initially had said like, oh yeah, I'll ask my parent. And then, and then like, I don't know how much time passed, but I checked in with them and they were like, oh yeah, I just don't want to ask. Like, I just don't want to bother them with it. Just figure out your own homeless shit. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of, like, desperate. Uh, like, I don't even have a car to sleep in right now, so... Okay. Um, and again, that would have been a perfect moment for me to be like, duly noted, you're not my friend. Um... So, because it wasn't like they didn't have the room, you know? 
And again, if they'd even asked and the parent had been like, no, okay. But they ended up just coming back with, I don't even want to ask them. That is, that is cruel. I, I had no family to turn back on. I had, I didn't have enough money and I had, you know, to like apply for an apartment on my own. This is still my early 20s, early 20s. Um, and I, I mean, I think I was 22. And, you know, I had shit credit, of course, like most people that age, you know, so I couldn't apply for a place. You know, I, I had nothing. I I had a shitty laptop at the time, PC that was full of viruses because I didn't know how to do that shit correctly and protect my computer from that shit. Um, it was, it was a really fucking scary time for me. I had nothing. So when they abandoned me like that, I was like, okay. And then I just kept, you know, kept on being friends and I should have walked away and I didn't know how to do that at the time. And I kept them along all these years and it was something where it was like, not even real friendship. It was just like, when things were convenient, like, sure, why not? You know, it was like every few months kind of stuff. And they mostly contacted me when, actually very recently, this year, mostly it was to complain about things because I'm very accepting of people venting, you know, and letting things out and calling out people's bad behavior and stuff. And then I noticed when I turned it around and I needed to vent, they didn't want to fucking hear it. And they would kind of tune out. Like, you've heard it when you've talked to people, even on the phone. And they just stop listening. And they start doing other things. And they'll even, like, apologize. Oh, sorry, I'm just, like, trying to get this thing done. And you're like, oh, okay. So you have time to vent to me, but not hear me vent. Okay, this isn't reciprocating now. So, like why am I still doing this? And then when I talked to these two women in the Zoom video, and they just looked at me like, what are you doing? This person sounds really mean. And I was like, yeah, I, yeah, they are actually. And I just have been making excuses forever because I have still been locked in this trauma that's connected to this person literally because they're from a time when I still was in that trauma void and that's all I knew and so yeah I've I've re- I've just like cut them off blocked them on everything and um and then you know sat down with myself talked it out and realized that I do want to send like a text at least like you know a message stating I no longer want to be friends. Um, you know, I feel uncomfortable, etc. Not going to go into specifics because it doesn't matter because I'm not going to have someone fight me on it. And that's the whole reason why I was going to have it out with them um, in the first place because I'm not going to have you, you know, I'm not going to have anyone gaslight me. I know what I know. I remember what fucking happened and I'm not going to argue about it. I, I'm hurt and I'm uncomfortable and I'm not going to continue it for my, you know, for my own well-being. And, you know, don't hate you, but that's, that's not what friendship is to me. And and I want, I want true friendship in my life. Um, and 
And I just sent the text not that long ago. And it really hit me. Like it felt like it was kind of the last part of me. that was leaving like that those pieces of trauma that I was letting go of over the years it feels like I mean it doesn't feel like the last part obviously but like it felt like a very big piece that had still just been sitting there and I and I I wasn't seeing it still because I was just hanging on to it still so much in hopes maybe 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 it won't be this anymore And then I saw it in those women's faces. And then I heard it in my voice when I was making the excuses. And I was like, all right, you know what to do. You heard your own voice. You know what that sound is. You know that so well. And then I just started crying. Because it is sad, because it's also realizing that for that long, you allowed that behavior to be okay to you. And that makes me sad, you know, it makes me sad to think of all of the moments that I allowed, you know, and I don't, I'm not mad at myself for it, I'm just sad. You know, it's sad that I allowed people to hurt me, because I I just was brought up in an environment that, that told me constantly that that's what I deserved and then that was normal so that is um the short version of me saying I finally cut off another toxic like the last I think I think so yes like the last toxic friend from from my early years yeah early years as an adult um yeah, that's the short version. So I wanted to put that in here because I'm just uh having new ideas of how to do the podcast and I get too in my head about how I think it should be and I definitely had different ideas of how I wanted to do it, but I know that the most important thing is to to just talk about it in general. I want people to hear my words and feel seen and feel validated. Because I'm not denying trauma. I'm not denying it for myself and I hope that that gives other people some validation as well. Because it just, there's too many. There's too many of us who go our whole lives with with not one fucking ounce of validation. And we honestly have to give it to ourselves. And I know what that feels like. And it's really sucky. <laughs> and uh, because we just want it from everyone else. Because we didn't get shit from anyone. You know, from the people that we're brought up to to need that validation from I just yeah I hope it gives um, people something 
hope something, you know? Because the empty void is not a good place to be. So, um, yeah. Till next time, people. Remember, I am not a licensed anything. I am just a person who's done a fuck ton of therapy, all types of therapy, uh, and, you know, survived uh, extensive childhood abuse. Everything across the board, except, uh, well, no, not everything across the board. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm just facing it head on it's probably when my head hurts all the time <laughs> ah, I'm trying to insert jokes when I can and uh, I hope you are all safe and hanging on <sighs> till next time you want to talk about it <laughs> okay guys be safe.